Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Harriet and I will be your reader. Today, this Monday, the 15th of August or the 18th of Av on the Hebrew calendar. This week we are in a parasha or Torah portion that is called Ekev and that means consequence. And the scripture reading from the Torah is Deuteronomy or Dvarim, chapter 8, verse 11 through chapter 9 and verse 3. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Beware lest you forget the Lord your God in not keeping his mitzvot and his ordinances and his statutes which I command you today, lest when you have eaten and are full and have built fine houses and lived in them, and when your herds and your flocks multiply, and your silver and your gold is multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied, then your heart might be lifted up, and you forget the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Mitzrayim, out of the house of bondage, who led you through the great and terrible wilderness, with venomous snakes and scorpions and thirsty ground where there was no water, who poured water for you out of the rock of flint, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers did not know, that he might humble you and that he might prove you to do you good at your latter end. And lest you say in your heart, My power and the might of my hand has gotten me this wealth. But you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant with which he swore to your fathers, as it is today. It shall be, if you shall forget the Lord your God, and walk after other gods, and serve them, and worship them, I testify against you today that you shall surely perish, As the nations that the Lord makes to perish before you, so you shall perish, because you would not listen to the voice of the Lord your God. Hear, O Israel, you are to pass over the Yarden today, to go in to dispossess nations greater and mightier than yourself, cities great and fortified up to the sky, a people great and tall, the sons of the Anakim, whom you know, and of whom you have heard say, Who can stand before the sons of Anak? Know therefore today that the Lord your God is he who goes over before you as a devouring fire. He will destroy them, and he will bring them down before you. So you shall drive them out and make them perish quickly, as the Lord has spoken. To you. That was Deuteronomy eight eleven through nine three. 
Now our portion from the prophets is from the prophet Ezekiel or Yehezkel, and it's chapter 41. He brought me to the temple and measured the posts, six cubits wide on the one side and six cubits wide on the other side, which was the width of the tent. The width of the entrance was ten cubits, and the sides of the entrance were five cubits on the one side and five cubits on the other side. He measured its length, the forty cubits, and the width, twenty cubits. Then he went inward and measured each post of the entrance, two cubits, and the entrance, six cubits, and the width of the entrance, seven cubits. He measured its length, twenty cubits, and the width, twenty cubits, before the temple. He said to me, This is the most holy place. Then he measured the wall of the house, six cubits, and the width of every side, of every side room, four cubits, all around the house on every side. The side rooms were in three stories, one over another, and thirty in order. They entered into the wall which belonged to the house for the side rooms all around, that they might be supported and not penetrate the wall of the house. The side rooms were wider on the higher levels because the walls were narrower at the higher levels. Therefore the width of the house increased upward. And so one went up from the lowest level to the highest through the middle level. I saw also that the house had a raised base all around. The foundations of the side rooms were a full reed of six great cubits. The thickness of the wall, which was for the side rooms, on the outside was five cubits. That which was left was the place of the side rooms that belonged to the house. Between the rooms was a width of twenty cubits around the house on every side. The doors of the side rooms were toward an open area that was left, one door toward the north and another door toward the south. The width of the open area was five cubits all around. The building that was before the separate place at the side toward the west was seventy cubits wide, and the wall of the building was five cubits thick all around, and its length ninety cubits. So he measured the house one hundred cubits long, and the separate place and the building with its walls one hundred cubits long. Also the width of the face of the house and of the separate place toward the east, one hundred cubits. He measured the length of the building before the separate place, which was, was at its back, and its galleries on the one side and on the other side, one hundred cubits from the inner temple, and the porches of the court, the thresholds, and the closed windows and the galleries around on their three stories, opposite the threshold, with wood ceilings all around, and from the ground up to the windows. Now the windows were covered to the space above the door, 
even to the inner house and outside, and by all the wall all around inside and outside by measure. And it was made with kruvim and palm trees. A palm tree was between cheruv and cheruv, and every cheruv had two faces, so that there was the face of a man toward the palm tree on the one side, and the face of a young lion toward the palm tree on the other side. It was made like this through all the house, all around. Kruvim and palm trees were made from the ground to above the door. The wall of the temple was like this. As for the temple, the doorposts were squared. As for the face of the sanctuary, its appearance was as the appearance of the temple. The altar was of wood, three cubits high, and its length two cubits. Its corners, its length, and it, its walls were of wood. And he said to me, This is the table that is before the Lord. The temple and the sanctuary had two doors. The doors had two leaves each, two turning leaves, two for the one door and two leaves for the other. There were made on them, on the doors of the temple, Kruvim and palm trees, like those made on the walls. There was a threshold of wood on the face of the porch outside. There were closed windows and palm trees on the one side, and on the other side, on the sides of the porch. This is how the side rooms of the house and the thresholds were arranged. That was Ezekiel chapter 41. Now we have arrived to a portion from the writings and we will read we will read First Chronicles or Divrei Hayomim and we'll see what chapter we'll read. We'll read chapter 15. David made himself houses in the city of David and he prepared a place for the ark of God and pitched a tent for it. Then David, or David, said, No one is to carry the ark of God but the Levites, for the Lord has chosen them to carry the ark of God and to minister to him forever. David assembled all Israel at Jerusalem to bring up the ark of the Lord to its place which he had prepared for it. And David gathered together the sons of Aaron and the Levites, of the sons of Kohat, Uriel the chief, and his brothers, 120, of the sons of Merari, Asiah the chief, and his brothers, 220, of the sons of Gershom, Yoel the chief, and his brothers, 130, of the sons of Eliasaban, Shemaiah the chief, and his brothers two hundred. Of the sons of Hebron, Eliel the chief, and his brothers eighty. Of the sons of Uziel, Aminadav the chief, and his brothers one hundred twelve. Then David called for Tzadok and Aviatar the Kohanim, and for the Levites, for Uriel, Asaiah, Yoel, Shemaiah, Eliel, and Aminadav and said to them, 
You are the heads of the fathers' households of the Levites. Sanctify yourselves, both you and your brothers, that you may bring the ark of the Lord, the God of Israel, up to the place that I have prepared for it. For because you did not carry it at first, the Lord our God broke out in anger against us, because we did not seek him according to the ordinance. So the Kohanim and the Levites sanctified themselves to bring up the ark of the Lord of the God of Israel. The children of the Levites bore the ark of God on their shoulders with its poles, as Moshe commanded according to the word of the Lord. Then David spoke to the chief of the Levites to appoint their brothers as singers with instruments of music, stringed instruments, harps and cymbals, sounding aloud and lifting up their voices with joy. So the Levites appointed Heman, the son of Yoel, and of his brothers, Asaph, the son of Berchiah, and of the sons of Merari, their brothers, Etan, the son of Cushai, and with them their brothers of the second rank, Sechariah, Ben, Yasael, Shemeramot, Yehiel, Uni, Eliav, Benaiah, Maaseah, Matitya, Eliphelu, Miknela, Ovid Edom, and Yehiel, the doorkeepers. So the singers, Heman, Asaf, and Etan, were given symbols of bronze to sound aloud. And Sechariah, Asiel, Shemiramot, Yehiel, Uni, Eliav, Maaseah and Benaiah, with stringed instruments set to Alamot, and Matitya, Eliphelehu, Mekneya, Oved Edom, Yeel and Azaziah, with harps tuned to the eight-stringed lyre to lead. Chenania, chief of the Levites, was over the singing. He taught the singers because he was skillful. Berchiah and Elkanah, were doorkeepers for the ark. Shevania, Yoshaphat, Netanel, Amasai, Shechariah, Benaiah, and Eliezer, the Kohanim, blew the trumpets before the ark of God. And Obed-Edom and Yechiah were doorkeepers for the ark. So David, the elders of Israel, and the captains over thousands, went to bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord up out of the house of Obed-Edom with joy. And it came to pass, when God helped the Levites who bore the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, that they sacrificed seven bulls and seven rams. David was clothed with a robe of fine linen, as were all the Levites who bore the Ark, the singers, and Hananiah, the choir master with the singers, and David had an ephod of linen on him. Thus all Israel brought the ark of the covenant of the Lord up with shouting, with sound of the corner, with shofars, and with cymbals, sounding aloud with stringed instruments and harps. And it came to pass, as the ark of the covenant of the Lord came to the city of David, that Michal, the daughter of Shaul, looked out at the window and saw King David dancing and playing, and she despised him in her heart. 
That was First Chronicles chapter 15. Now we have our final portion from the Apostolic Writings. And we will read 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 through verse 13. You therefore, my child, be strong in the grace that is in Mashiach Yeshua. And the things which you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit the same things to faithful men, who will be able to teach others also. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Mashiach Yeshua. No soldier on duty entangles himself in the affairs of life, that he may please him who enrolled him as a soldier. And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he has competed by the rules. The farmer who labors must be the first to get a share of the crops. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Remember Yeshua the Mashiach, risen from the dead, of the offspring of David, according to my good news, in which I suffer hardship to the point of chains as a criminal. But the word of God is not chained. Therefore I endure all things for the chosen one's sake, that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Mashiach Yeshua with eternal glory. This saying is trustworthy. For if we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. That was Second Timothy 2, 1-13. through 13. If you are reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year, you would also read from the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verses 37 through 71 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray that you have a wonderful day and that you have been encouraged by the word that we have listened to. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.